okay, cool. Top three duos in the league right now. Like who, who are your? I mean, I think the most amazing thing about the season has been like the amount of duos. Mm. Um, I'd even throw in GT and Suka right now. You know, <laughs> hottest duo in the NBA right now. Might just be a trio. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who who are you feeling right now? Uh, ah, LeBron and AD at this stage. I mean, still very early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, like I like that duo. And what I like about it is that what they're, what they're able to do with it is they can always keep one on the court and rest the other. Yeah. So they're doing that quite nicely. Um, I'd say those two. Um, I haven't seen enough of Russell and Harden yet. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't really had the chance to watch the Rockets yet this season, so I can't comment on that one. And um, oh, I, I can tell you that they've already had a little fight. <laughs> oh, that was, that was yeah, that was those two together on the same team. Bro, it's like it's yeah. Anyway, we're still we're still waiting to see how that's gonna pan out. Um, I'd say those two. Um, the duo. Thing is, it feels like a lot of the duos are on the west, on the east. It's like they kind of just stacked up a little bit. Yeah. I'm trying to think of duos in the Eastern Conference. Like I think the East is, is more about depth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think the duos you're probably gonna have to look at west. So if I have to go Luca and KP. Yeah. They're a good duo. And then, and then I'm also just gonna mix it up and say Ricky and. Devin. Ricky and Devin. Yeah. yeah. This is homie just took all the duos I was going to mention. Suka <laughs> always does this. It's fine. Yeah, well, if you, uh, <laughs> you give me the rock, I'm going to shoot. <laughs> Kobe. Um, yeah, I think I think for me, uh, we spoke about CJ and yeah. Dame. I think because they have the experience and they've been there so many times. True. Um, I think it's, I don't know. I think, I think if once. If they were fit, I'd have said Steph and Clay. That's, yeah. That's the splash Because people have been like, you know, not putting it out there. And I'm guessing, obviously, you know, uh, Kawhi and PG. Well, we haven't seen them We haven't yet. seen them together yet. Um, I also I also like, um, I mean, I think Mike Conley and um, Donovan Mitchell could be an interesting combo. Um, I mean, for me, it feels like Pascal and Kyle Lowry are, are like a, a duo mm-hmm. as well that, you know, exactly. people should, yeah. be, should be looking out for. Um, you know, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. Um, I think you could even put, um, you know, Kemba Walker and yeah, but that's more of a team, yeah, right? exactly. It's a proper team because, like, who do you call up? Yeah, yeah. I think in the east, it's probably like Pascal and Kyle and yeah. um, you know, Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. If Andrew Wiggins was a better player, then you could probably say that you know, Cat and Andrew, Cat and, Andrew. Mm-hmm. and then maybe when he comes back, like Andrew Drummond and uh, Blake. Um, Griffin, yeah. Blake Griffin yeah. will also be quite an interesting dude to look after. Um, yeah, and then and then again, oh, okay. Well, another dude in the East, uh, probably Bradley Beal and John Wall, whenever like he returned. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, true. What but did you say? They're like at the bottom of the table. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's because I left John Wall. I know, I know, I know. Yes, all this is is that Thomas even playing at the moment for them? Yeah, yes, he he's the starting. They they recently gave him starting position. Oh, really? Because he because he's been doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Shame, man. Yeah, he. That's another homie that deserves a break. I'm just sad that Derrick Rose got injured. Cause I feel like every every episode. Yeah, no. Hey, Derrick Rose, dedication. Derrick Rose. Yeah, of course. Um, because he was killing it before he got injured. Yeah, he was D Rose, man. Yeah, he was like. like D Rose always have a special place if you've seen him do what he, what he does. Oh, for sure. And just for everything he represents. Yeah. Person, yeah. So yeah, I'd say I'd say my top three at the moment: uh, Chris Depps and Luca. Uh, I'd go Ben and Joel. Uh, and then you know, because I'm a Laker, mm-hmm. uh, AD, and you know, and um, and the Watch King himself. Watch King. 
then um, you, you you mentioned some pretty in- interesting teams out there. Are there are there any other teams that have caught the eye? They they think people need, need to watch out for this season. In the in the NBA, yeah, yeah. Uh, at the moment, it kind of looks like it's it's the usual suspects. Yeah. I'll be honest with you though. I expect a little bit more from New Orleans. Um, <clears throat> I'm actually surprised we're talking about like how Pops always has his DNA on yeah. his teams. I am actually surprised that the, the Spurs are doing as well as they as they're doing. Mm. I thought they'd be seeing flames right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I thought they'd be seeing flames. Um, I mean, the Denver Nuggets will always be like, it seems like they've got the Joker, they've got yeah. Gary Harris, they've got Javon Murray. So they're going to be like in and around um, challenging um, come playoff time. Yeah. Uh, they've got the experience from last year now. They've got the experience from last year now. Um, I mean, I think the East is pretty bare though, because I mean, I think for, for me the East is just it's the Raptors, it's um, Philly, and it's the Celtics. I can't yeah, think of yeah. any other team that could yeah, upset that balance at the moment. Yeah. I mean, obviously we spoke about Phoenix, the giant killers at the moment. Uh, I'd say maybe a team you can maybe think, speak about the East. I think Miami. I mean. They uh, yeah, but they've been, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, the interesting dynamic with the Miami Heat is uh, Goran Dragic has been doing quite well off the bench. Yeah. He might be another contender for six, six men of the year, um, depending on whether they push him into a starting into a starting position. Um, I mean, look, they're not going to set the house on fire, but I think it's, yeah. it's, it's a team to watch. Yeah. I think the Pistons, once Drummond gets back, yeah. Yeah. I think just for entertainment value, I'll throw the Hawks in there. Maybe, um, oh, the Pacers, once uh, Victor Oladipo comes back. Yeah, yeah. They're yeah. going to be quite a... Yes, him and Brogdon could be very Marco, Yeah, Turner. him and Brogdon are going to be quite an interesting duo. Mm. Uh, Miles Turner. So I think even that team could be quite lit. Yeah. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think the, the West is definitely... Like the same teams that you expected for the West. Yep. Uh, add to that the Phoenix Suns now um, showing. And again, like it's... I mean, like we always say, like it's always cool to talk about these sub- these kind of things, because mm. um, we'll probably change our minds. Like, oh yeah, anything like the NBA. There's so many games playing at the same time that we'll probably change our minds next week. Yeah, guys, these but are that, just hot takes. Yeah, <laughs> but I think I think yeah, I think for me, like those teams. I mean, who knows how long the Phoenix Suns? But you always get that one team that yeah. surprises everyone. Because like last year, it was it was Denver. Last year it was Denver, and now Denver has like pretty much turned itself into like a proper yeah. playoff team. It's almost like an established team now. Hundred yeah. percent. So yeah. I think um, Denver is going to be in and around, um, and I think Phoenix are going to be the team, the surprise. They should actually have an award for like, you know, the team that surprises everyone. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. And you? And you? What, what teams? Uh, what teams are? What teams are catching your eye and kind of like? You don't expect to do well, but are playing well. You never mention the ones that are doing well. I think I'm gonna mention a few that I thought would do better. I mean, it's still early to say, but I thought they'd maybe do a bit better. I'd say the Grizzlies. Mm. I thought they might be a little mm. bit better. Really? Yeah, I thought they might the be Grizz. a little bit better. I thought they could be a little yeah. bit, but I think... Yeah. Um, I mean, Ja is still young, dude. Yeah, yeah, I know. Like, he's still young. I mean, I think, I think you meant... Because to be honest, I didn't expect much from the Pelicans. Yeah. Pelicans didn't expect much for. Really? Um, I expected more from the Pelicans than from the Grizzlies. I think the Pelicans, they're, they're whole, they're, like they're all young. Um, yeah. And they don't have a lot of defense on the team. Exactly. That's and like a lot of them came from the Lakers where their confidence was shot by, that, yeah. by those trade rumors. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way things pan out. Yeah. I think they need to get that going because I think there's that. I would say, um, what was surprising? I've been, I've been presently surprised by... Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix obviously. <laughs> um, also, I think I've 
like the Mavs of, I mean, I think people, they didn't know what to expect from the Mavs, and I think they delivered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And to a certain extent, I'd say I've been surprised by the Bucks just because um, they, like, I think the the East has gotten more competitive. Yeah. And the Bucks have actually stood up to it, even though they didn't get uh, Brogdon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I thought losing Brogdon would hurt them in, like, a, like, a little bit more, but I think because Giannis is kind of, like, like developer style, like, I think this season they, they they need to make sure that they make the conference finals again. Yeah. That should be, like, their minimal. Yeah. Because I think their biggest challenge will probably come from the 76ers. Because I think last year, like, if we're honest, last year the Raptors, they had a lot of luck. Especially against, like, I mean, there was that shot that Kawhi, where he was squatting in the corner, where waiting for it to go down. There were a lot of moments where it's just like, okay, this is written for them. Yeah. So I think yeah. it'll be. So I think if <laughs> when KD got injured, when KD exactly, got injured, exactly. So it was almost like we've written the stars for them. So I think for the Bucks, if they can get that kind of luck, they could be dope. Yeah, because Game Six Clay was coming out in the yeah. game. Yep. <laughs> game and Six Clay was like about I, to make a statement. Because like if KD if KD didn't get injured, Game Six Clay could have been cool. <laughs> Um, chances are like the Warriors will run, will run the title if both of them are fit but who knows oh, yeah, it's course. easy to speculate because but, but that's the beauty of sports yeah who knows maybe Kawhi would have shut KD down who knows what would have happened if, you but, know, yeah. if both, both of them were fit um, <clears throat> you, know, you mentioned a lot of interesting things though um, I think for me it's also important that like the Bucks getting to the final is like important for so many reasons because yeah. at the same time uh, Giannis is a free agent uh, next summer mm-hmm. or their summer not yeah. ours so if he's like if if he feels like the team isn't going anywhere or mm-hmm. you know they're not building a strong enough team around him then he might potentially be like <laughs> that might be the biggest free, free, free agent in history yeah like it's going to be insane it's going to be insane um, so the Bucks the Bucks first of all need to put together like a stronger like I think they need more shooters like we said mm. and they need to get to the final just so that they can they can keep someone like um, like uh, Giannis around yeah. um, and then we just spoke about Derrick Rose um, we just spoke about um, who do we speak we spoke about Goran Dragic from the Heat um, there's a couple of players right I mean I think last year Lou Williams won the title for six men yeah um, I think Spencer Dinwiddie as well, like from, like the sixth man is going to be like, for me, that's always an interesting thing to watch because um, people see a sixth man as like, yeah, whatever, it's just, but it's actually quite an important role, you know what I mean? Because when the starters are out, you're the one that's carrying the team. And also please note that just because someone is a sixth man doesn't mean that person couldn't be a starter on any other team. I mean, James Harden was a sixth man. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think I think if Derrick Rose, for instance, has a has a decent season, mm. he might actually go from being sixth man to like actually being a starter again. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, definitely. especially on that um, on that uh, Detroit Pistons teams mm. where uh, guys like Reggie Jackson aren't performing that well. Like there are a couple of players on that um, Langston Galloway. There are a couple of players on that team where that you're like, ah, Derrick Rose is better than this guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, it's just about injuries and consistency. But I mean, the six man role is actually quite important. And I can see, I mean, Gordon Dragic had like 29 points, six assists, seven rebounds the other day. Um, Lou Williams stays killing it for, for the Clippers. And he's going to be quite important for the title run. Yeah. Um, and like you mentioned earlier, like Spencer Tenwitty is, is, is pretty insane for, for the Nets. Yeah. 
Yeah. He outscores Kyrie even yeah, on, on exactly. Sundays, you know yeah. what I mean? That's how good he is and coming like off Eric the bench. Gordon sometimes for the Rockets. Eric Gordon. Damn. We forgot about Eric Gordon. He's very soft. I mean, and that's that's just like to mention a few. I mean, there's a few other players that we that we didn't mention. Um, that could be dope for the six man of the year. Rondo will kind of be like a six man a bit for the Lakers once he's fit. Who's this? Uh, Rondo. Rajon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he could kill it for the Lakers coming off the bench. There's so many, so many players who I can. There's a lot of players. Yeah. So I think every like every good team needs that because I think like for example the Warriors had Iggy, they had Livingston coming off the bench, guys just to kind of shore things up for them because like those are guys. Because often what happens is that when the going gets tough, your sixth man especially in the fourth quarter, usually comes through and just gets you over. Yeah. Because like, if you need someone to kind of step up and do something, that's where your sixth man comes in. Yeah. And I think it's a very underrated position. Um, and I mean, you, you find that um, in, 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 in some teams, right? Like, we always talk about how, you know, the, the starting five is important, but the bench is just as important, you know what yeah, I mean? And you definitely. need like a group of guys who can come on. Definitely. And just like you have a leader in the starting five, you need a leader for the bench. Yep who's going to keep the momentum going, who's going to be able to get buckets for you, um, or someone who's going to be... And it's, it's always a shame that like the guy who gets like um, sixth man is based on scoring because mm. there's some guys who can come on and oh, just... Yeah. Sh- like Iggy, for instance, wasn't exactly. always going to be like a crazy scorer, yep. but he can lock it down on D yep. and actually help the team from that kind of like perspective. Iggy was the MVP in their first championship run. Yep, yep, so and deservedly so. Like yeah. he shut yeah. down LeBron for a lot of it. Exactly, exactly. Um, and then, um, you know, we've actually touched a little bit on some of the awards, right? Like the MVP um, and the sixth man. I mean, the coach of the year is going to be an interesting one. I mean, mm. we, can, we can maybe talk about that another day. Because, yeah, of course, that's way too Yo, that's going, to take, that's going to take forever, dog. Yeah, and yeah. you can kind of see who the candidates are yeah. already. Guys, I mean, um, we're only like one-tenth of the season. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. Exactly. I was looking, I was like, oh, all these teams have played like nine games. And yeah. that's like... That's literally a tape. <laughs> but like already so much has happened. Like, already so much has happened, like, you know what but, I mean? But, but, but I think that's what makes the sport so much fun. Yeah, I mean, that's I what think, makes it so yeah, amazing. I think Bob's hit, hit it on the head earlier when, when she said it's just the energy. Up yeah. and down, the tension, the tension. Yeah. Like it's two and a half hours, but it doesn't feel like it. It doesn't feel like two and a half hours. Um, anyway, I was going to say like, um, we'll see what happens. I mean, we don't have to go deep into it. Um, his AD says his goal for this year is to be uh, DPOY. Okay. Yeah, he wants to be the defensive, that's defensive a good goal, player of the year. Like team goal. Yeah, team and I mean, goal. I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting to see what happens with that because he's been on point. He's yeah, been like yeah. crazy. Add to that, Dwight Howard. <laughs> Yo, like Dwight Howard could actually be a six-man. He could actually. Well, if if I the mean, numbers are based early. on defense, and yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But I mean, he's also come through on the offense when 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 he needs to. When I'm not. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Yeah. He's had a few games where he shot hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. Boom. Teamwork. <laughs> um, and then, hey, Sugu, Sugu is when, I don't know if you follow Sugu on, on social media. I don't do anything on social media. Cause yeah. Because I, I load manage my social media. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, um, guys, I'm looking for a new host. Uh, someone who's not as controversial. Um, so you hashtag Wise King the other day. What was that about? No, it's just your status. Like literally hashtag Wise King. Nothing else. Just that. Because that was LeBron, like, funny enough, in the game that Bob was talking about earlier where they didn't square, like, LeBron and KD, I mean, where LeBron and AD scored as many points as Dame did. At the end, LeBron was pulling up and holding them down, like, dropping some threes. He really, he really, stopped, he really stepped up to help, to help get the Lakers over the line in that game. So that's why I was just, like, watching 
But initially, I posted it because he was averaging, I think he had like three games in a row where he was going for like triple doubles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when he posted that Wash King, I was just like, bro, that's such a joke. Because <laughs> like, I mean, I feel like I'm a bit of a Wash King. You know, we, you know like, like we're old. Yeah. We're still doing our thing. No, I'm, I'm young, dog. Hey, man, me and LeBron like the same. <laughs> I, mean, I ain't getting that LeBron money or putting up LeBron numbers, but yo. Also, uh, it's funny that Tsuk mentions being old because I'm holding these. Uh, oh, shit, I didn't see. Okay, cool. <laughs> what? Okay, never mind. Excuse, excuse my laziness. Um, yeah, but I mean, I think I think it's interesting because like people were talking about, oh, LeBron is no longer the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. I've said it. I still believe he's not the best player in the world. Um, I could be proven wrong because the way he's been playing lately is insane. You know what it is? LeBron's basketball IQ, no one in the league can compare to it. Yeah. Personally, for me, yeah. Like, I think his basketball IQ, he's a player that makes players around him better. Yeah. Like he's like he's that kind of guy. And I think what's and I think what's what's enjoyable to see now is that it's something that I heard people talk about during the off season is that AD is the best teammate he's ever had. Yeah, I, mean, I agree like, with that. Yeah, because like yeah. Wade was good, but Wade was heading towards the end, cause, and also because the way in which in which in which Wade plays, by the time LeBron got there, his body had taken a heavy toll. Yeah, because like because like I mean Wade, he's a slasher, bro. Wade so, is like Kobe, dude. Yeah, so yeah. slashers always see flames. Yeah. So I think for and also he's like he's now in a better like with players that are around him, he can be that like the Lakers can be the show-stopping team that they're supposed to. Yeah. Like like Lakers play champagne basketball. Yeah. Like that's what they're supposed to do. Yeah, and yeah, like you're saying, like I think AD just, I think he suits his game better as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like pick and roll, like LeBron is almost unstoppable when he mm. plays pick and roll basketball. Um, so I think having someone like AD who can mm. pick and roll and you can always pass the ball back to AD exactly. for a dunk or for a pull up jumper or for a three point shot. Yeah. So the options are so many that. Yo, dog. So it just it just makes it so much harder for the defensive team to be like, okay, what do we do once these two dudes and they're both huge as well. Yeah. It's like once these two guys pick and roll, what do we do next? Like, how do we stop them? And also, I think LeBron's corporation. I mean, I mean, I'm sure you saw that assist when he was dragging towards the hoop. Yeah. As a player in the corner, and you can't even see when he just. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. Just, yeah. Like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah, and that's that's definitely one aspect of um, Giannis's game that needs a lot of work. Like he does it sometimes, but sometimes his passes and that's uh, and I think uh, if you if you play 2K, you hear like the ask Doris Burke, who's the best big, you know, the best not even the, I think the best passer yeah. in general. And she was like, she loves the way LeBron James passes the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, Doric Burke is like an analyst commentator for ESPN. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, like you just see like for a big, the way LeBron passes the ball, the way he moves the ball. I think that was a pass to Danny Green the other day. Yeah. I think that was preseason even. Exactly, exactly. Just find him out of nowhere. Yeah, find him out of nowhere. That was like an impossible pass. Mm. But the pass was still like, it was, wasn't a, an amazing pass. But it was like on point enough for Danny Green to be able to pick it up and score. I think Jonas struggles with that sometimes, yeah. where like he finds people, but people have to like stretch for the ball, or of course, of course. his like passing isn't as accurate yeah, as, like as the ball is. Like he's not an in rhythm passer. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I think once he, he he's ups that part of his game and the three pointer, uh, yo, dude's gonna be unstoppable, man. Mm-hmm. Like that MVP conversation we had about AD, Cat, and uh, Joel Embiid, he's definitely gonna be in the mix as well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. But then um, going back to to, to to LeBron and his great performances. Yeah. How much of that do you think was down to load management? 
because that's been a topic of discussion. Well, uh, I think this was the first summer that LeBron had in how many years? Like seven years. Yeah. yeah. Like he went to the finals like eight, seven, yeah, like eight, eight straight years. Eight straight years. So I mean, like I think he even took off like, like he stopped playing like five games before the season ended yeah. or something like that. He was like, okay, cool, I'm calling it a season. Um, so he had like a good four or five months of just chilling and resting and like getting his body Taco into peak Tuesdays. condition. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. Yeah. Um, I hope he's getting money for that. He probably nah, is. He, he he couldn't trademark it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. He tried to trademark it. Tried to trademark it. They were like, nah. Sorry. Yeah. But well, I hope like you know Taco Bell and all those people using for a night campaign. Yeah, no, they like like I know they give out free tacos at like like LA franchises. If the Lakers score like hundred points, then you get a free taco. Really, that's dope. Um, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Segway. Um, anyway, what were you talking about? Load just, management. Load, load management. management. That, that's why I'm, I'm not I'm not going to work tomorrow. <laughs> Imagine you could do that though, because I saw you posted that thing about like how a four day work, four day work week. Bro, it's happening like all over the world. Yeah, like like I know that Japan's doing it. I love I love this I love this day and age. <laughs> People don't know what sex they are, but they know they need four day work week. Yep. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, I think it's I think it's. I mean, I was actually thinking like even now into the season, mm. they probably because Kawhi played, played sixty games last season. You yep. know that. So the, like he took 22 games off to manage his, and I think LeBron is like I know he's not the kind of player who'd want to do that, mm. but I think he he probably needs to like even if he misses like 12 games, yeah, um, just to make sure that you know he doesn't play as many back to backs and even if he plays against just the big teams, yeah, um, that like just to make sure especially I think even with AD because AD is also quite susceptible to injuries, yeah. just to manage them make sure that you know. I mean, it can be against lesser teams. I think as long as it's against lesser teams, but, then that's fine. But is that fair though? Because I can. Make on who? On I think on like everyone. Like for example. Yeah. I mean, basketball tickets aren't like basketball tickets are not cheap. Yeah. So now you say like let's say for example you and I are like cool, let's go to LA. We're gonna go watch the Lakers. Okay, they're playing the Pelicans. But like that could be a cool game. Let's go there. We get there. LeBron's not playing. Yeah. You spend all that money. Okay, cool. You know what yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, if um, if the Lakers win the championship mm-hmm. and their load management helped, of course, true. true you know true. what I mean. But so, because so then, do you think the fine is fair for the Clippers or under the? Well, you know why the Clippers got fined, right? Yeah. Uh, so initially, the NBA wasn't going to fine the Clippers mm-hmm. because the Clippers rested Kawhi Leonard, um, and then Doc Rivers was like, "Yeah, we rested Kawhi because we wanted to rest him." Like the NBA was like. <laughs> Also, you can't say that. Yeah. He wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> like, if you're gonna, like, it's okay to rest players because I think that's a mandate. It's like, it's okay to rest players. Mm-hmm. Just don't tell people that you're resting them. Just tell them that they've got a nigger or. Yeah, like, say they've got something. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's probably. Yeah, I mean, it sucks, dude. It sucks. It sucks if you're a fan. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you've brought your kid to the game and they want to see. Because it's supposed to be Kawhi Bajonis. Yeah. Like that was the big, yeah. you know. But someone, interestingly enough, said, if you have back-to-backs, then why not play Kawhi 30 minutes instead of playing him 40 minutes of both mm. games, for instance? You know? Yeah, yeah. Why not let him take a break from training? You know what I mean? Mm. So it's, it's interesting things like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've seen so many arguments about load management, but the fact of the matter is... Um, for instance, the Raptors are champions yeah. because of Kawhi Leonard. Of well, not because of Kawhi Leonard, because of the whole team, but he yeah. was a big influence. Yeah, he was um, but he played the most minutes in the playoffs, more than any other player. Mm. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And you wouldn't be able to do that if they don't load manage him during the season. You know. So it's a touch. It's a it's a it's a um, catch twenty two situation. Um, one more example. So someone even compared hockey players. Hockey players play game day in and day out. Yeah. yeah. But hockey players take a break like every <laughs> every two seconds. Um, I mean, not to knock hockey actually, because yeah. hockey is quite a physical sport. But at the same time, it's like basketball is the most explosive sport in the world. Like, because oh, yeah, you're running up and down. Right? You're running, yeah, and it's it's similar to hockey. You're changing, you're changing direction, but it's also like you're jumping, you're changing yeah. direction. Yeah. Your like your body movements are like unlike any other yeah, like, basketball and and well, I, think, I can't remember what other sport it is. Are the only sports that because it's like unnatural. Your brain suffers the most, yeah. and where's where's um. His biggest problem mm-hmm. right, yeah. is growing, so it's, it kind of makes sense that. Oh yeah, no, um, definitely, definitely. yeah, they manage them as much as they do. What do you? What are your feelings? Are you? Are, do you? You're not a big fan of load management, obviously. Um, I actually don't mind it. I think uh, in the case of quiet, because we understand its history. Yeah. Like if, like if out of nowhere, Devin Booker sits out a game, it's like family, like twenty something. <laughs> it's like, dude, get out there, like you know what I mean. Play. The but game. you know what's funny though mm-hmm. is that uh, Jean Morant didn't play because he was resting yesterday. Yeah. Exactly, but like he's like mean, 19 or like exactly, 20. Like, but like, but what like, the that's hell? The thing is, it's like, cause and you're not even like a playoff team. Like he should be playing to try to get you into the playoffs. Exactly, exactly. Sure. I mean, like I understand, cool, it's a back-to-back. But again, you manage minutes. I mean, for example, in the Premier League, you, you get the Christmas time mm-hmm. where, where we can play a game every two or three days, mm-hmm. but you still manage. Yeah. So it's like, so it's like, um, I mean, obviously there they'll like rotate the squad and do whatever. Yeah. But it's just the fact of like you don't need to rest rest them completely. Just manage his minutes. So here's 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 another question, right? About this load management thing, is why doesn't the league just cut down the games then? Because um, this is obviously a revenue thing for the league. So the league don't want to cut down games because it means less money for franchises, mm-hmm. for TV deals. But mm-hmm. if you if, if if so much onus is being put on the players, mm-hmm. shouldn't shouldn't well, the league maybe say like, okay, let's cut it down to seventy games? Course, so course. then there's less players taking and then that's the deal with with the teams is like mm. if we cut it down to 70 70 games there's less back-to-back games mm. so you spread the games between like you know every two or three days yeah um and then teams don't have to play back-to-backs as, as much as they do um and players can get dressed in between games and it, you know it becomes more manageable I that for everyone i definitely hear that argument but i think the other thing is that um cool let's say you cut it by 12 games times that by 18 or whatever that's what that's let's call it like um, i don't know what that is but it's like let's say it's ends up being like like 200 games less mm-hmm. that revenue makes a huge difference i know yeah so it's like then like like players will complain about wanting more money but it's like dude i'm not getting ticket sales from those games yeah i'm not getting ad revenue <coughs> i'm not getting all those things so it's like it's a very it's a cash twenty two situation yeah because yeah, i think yeah. the way it is now like it actually like it actually works because back-to-backs don't happen often like, yeah cool, but at least cut it down to like 75 or something you know what i mean because how many teams are there in the league there's about 16 there's 30 yes there's there's 30 teams in the league yeah oh so okay. the teams that are in your division i think i think you play them four times oh teams wow on teams in other play them twice you, yeah you play twice oh crap okay yeah yeah it's a lot of games it's a lot, it of, money. a lot of games but i think for me personally, I think yeah, like like they they could shorten the league, but it's just it's uh like because yeah, even if you cut it down by seven games, it's two hundred and ten games. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then that's two hundred and ten less games, and it's it's a tricky. 
Depending yeah. On, yeah. Obviously, you do want the players to be like healthy. You want to make sure that they're taken care of. But at the same time, it's like keep. I want to watch basketball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, but also that's that's the other tricky part is. Um, I mean, I know both you and you and I are both big fans yeah. of of ballers. Um, and I don't know if you saw the final, the season finale of of Bournemouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where, the, where that was the debate with the NFL. Yeah, yeah where it was like either you cut the games mm-hmm. or you make sure that the players are taken care of. Exactly. After, but, but the NBA does that. Yeah. To their to to their credit. Do they do that? Okay, yeah, cool. Because that's that's quite an important thing. Yeah, because I've read articles where first of all NBA players, as far as pay, it's like one of the most balanced leagues in the world. The NFL is actually one of the worst. That's why they get nailed so hard. Yeah, but the NBA does a lot for you. Like, like whenever they have, like, whenever you hear about there's a meeting about about salary caps and meetings between the players' association and the league, that's what they're discussing there. They're like, that's when they fight for those things, like making sure that players are taken care of after they retire. Yeah, making sure that their finances are managed and and like and like things like that. So the NBA is actually one of the best leagues for that. So I think in that regard, like like they deserve all the credit. Like that's why Adam Silver got credit and David Stern got a lot of credit because the players are very well taken care of. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, but I know. Like, I know Adam Silver is like. He is quite liberal. Like, when yeah. it comes to like, like after look the at the players. top ten highest paid athletes in the world. Yeah. And a lot of them come from basketball. Yeah. Like it's like Messi, it's Ronaldo, but James Harden's there, and and also a lot of their money. Russell comes Wilson, son. Russell Wilson, exactly. Because <laughs> like a lot of their money comes from endorsements. Yeah. So it's like, so like love- if you, so like if you play less, then it's like. You kind of like you, you could potentially lose out on. I mean, I know it's only seven games less, but it's like yeah. Yeah, it's also I love how um, you know how, how depending on how you view the world or like not even how you view the world, but um, the influences in your life and the things that you kind of engage with. Mm. How Russell Wilson is like relevant to certain people because he's dating Sierra. Sierra Whereas some guys is like, well, we've been doing that. <laughs> it's such a such a crazy. You try having the building, by the way. Huh? Future Hive. Future what? Future Hive. Future what? Future Hive. Future Hive. Yeah. Oh, wow. Future Hive. Oh, wow. I said why, it. Why are you whispering, guys? Hmm? Why are you whispering, guys? I'm the A-man. It's controversial, but yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, anyway, I, I, I do think, though, that the Lakers should probably take a bit more co- uh, precaution with uh, LeBron James. I and, think they will. I think, and AD. I think the season's still early. I think once that, they, I think once you know where you are, yeah, and once you've kind of like established it, you need to, because I think, like, for now, you need to establish your momentum. Like, that's why I was a bit like, dude, why are you, why, why are you resting players at this stage? Yeah. You've only played 10 games. Yeah. But I mean, for me, it, it does annoy me that um, Kawhi has started doing load management so early in the season. Mm. But when they explain why, you kind of understand. Of course, no, you know what I mean. It's like a groin or quad problem. And, yeah, like, you know, like, like if you felt a niggle, that's perfect. Like yeah. I mean, they do it all the time in soccer. No one's. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like yo, five games into the season, fam, you're already Bro. like taking. He's already had like two races or like figures already. Mm. I mean, it's like, like you said, like we're only a tenth into the season. Exactly. So he's easily going to miss like thirty games this season. You know what I mean? So yeah, then it's like, okay, so like, so then like, so, so then this is where I say, like, as a fan, why would I buy a ticket to see you if, 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 if I'm not guaranteed to, to to see my favorite player? Yeah. So it's like, and and also because the NBA is such a global sport now, it's like people like imagine that like like that example I gave is viable, bro. Like you travel the whole world. No, I feel you. Yeah. LeBron no, is not even playing. It's like ah. 
I'd rather watch WWE than you know, this. <laughs> that actually brings me to to one last question. Yeah. Um, wow, today's actually been like super fast again. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to, um, if there was one player, right? If they said, um, not necessarily a team, but if they were like, you get to see one player, will pay you for you to fly from South Africa to that you know country in the state or to that city to that um to that center to that court which player would you want to see um lebron's an obvious one but i would also say dame oh yeah dame dollar because dame dollar like but dame dollar i've got to watch him play in portland yeah lebron can be anywhere yeah actually yeah yeah dame dame in portland lebron anywhere yeah like like if the Knicks were better, I'd say LeBron and Madison Square, but they probably load managing for that game. <laughs> so, yeah. I would probably say Kawhi. It's for me. It's between. I was gonna say it's between Kawhi and Giannis, mm. but it depends on how. If if Giannis has like a mixed performance, yeah. by mixed performance I mean if he's not dunking on homies half the time. Yeah, of course, yeah. Because he's got he's got like such a large percent of his. Because his wingspan is just stepping over niggas yeah. and just tanking. Um, but yeah, I think it's, it's probably between Kawhi and if Steph was still stepping. Yeah. If Steph yeah. was still. Yo. No, look, if the Warriors were still at the Oracle. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not sure how I feel about this new Chase Center. It feels like a bit of a. Like, it feels like they, they've catered to the uppie crowd because Oakland was like, like a gully side. It was a gully side, dog. Yeah. Like, even the crowd was like. Exactly. Hella like, gully. Still like, yeah. But it's not, I'm just like, ah, oh, dude. It's what Roy Keane calls the prawn and fish brigades. It's just like. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roy Keane. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who else I'd. I'd, I'd you know, I think there's obviously a few players. Hmm. Um, Look, I think I love watching James Harden play, but sometimes it's just I don't know. Like I actually don't think I'd pay money to watch James Harden play. Yeah, I think like he, he flops also, too much. He tries exactly. to get like any. Some I don't know. I love that he's trying to be innovative. I love mm. his creativity, but it's like, dude. But you know what it is, and it goes to something which which we'll discuss, which which you mentioned off here, which we'll discuss at like a later stage is team versus individual. Yeah. Is oh, that, I forgot to mention that even yeah. because I was like one of the things that we. Were I like, forgot that's something which we can like discuss again later, but yeah. it's like. James Harden is a guy who, like, I mean, look, his stats are great, and I'm not saying that he's that he's not a team player. Yeah. But with the Rockets, too many times it's about him. Yeah. Like you don't hear about like you know, okay, cool, he did this. Like, cool, his stats would be great, but it's like he's too, like he's just too dominant. And I think it's it's yeah, like I mean, even like I've heard like I've heard guys mention, cool, he'll put up like 50 points, but it won't be an entertaining 50. Mm. It'll be like 25 free throws. Yeah. It'll be like he shot two for 16 or whatever. It's yeah. just like, dude, but then he's still, you know what I mean? But like his ability to like get points, like to like drag, to like drag points out of out of situations, is almost like uncanny. Second to none. Like yeah. I've never seen anyone like that in the league. But it doesn't mean he's great for that. Yeah. I mean, he yeah he gets a, a like I said like most of his points um, come from the free throw line, and that's just yeah. I don't want to see that as a basketball player. I want to see yeah, like three-pointers, like, exactly. mid-range jumpers, tags, mm. you know, all the cool stuff. Um, anyway, dude, final word before we shut it down for today. Shut it down. Um, yeah, shout out to Babala for opening the show for us. Skr, skr. Um Yeah, thanks to everyone for listening and tuning in. 
Um, shout out to Bongani for that chat he gave us the other day. That was very like 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 that was needed. That was nice to hear to, to get some. Bongs is such an influencer though. Hey bro, yeah, and shout out to Booker Swag in general as well. Yeah, those guys do dope. Bro. All around, all around dope homies. Yeah, yeah. Um, all Twice around dope creators. Cassie doing this thing. They're all good. Yeah. Doing great stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think for me it's just going forward. Yo, man, keep like keep watching the like like keep watching basketball. Hopefully, when once 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 because i know with the etv deal i think they're gonna get 65 games during the season i think they also get the all-star game yeah so tune into that if you, if you don't have league pass check that out and yeah let's just hope hope to continue to see our sport grow man yeah um yeah like? so <laughs> just to give you guys a little more clarity so uh bongani is part of one of the coolest um collectors in the country right now um, he's part of a company called Booger Swag. They're, Los <laughs> they're part of a, um, yeah, I mean, I don't think he calls himself an influencer, but uh, he's just generally an all cool guy. Him and Katu um, are just like really cool peeps. And then Bongani just tweeted us the other day or just texted us to be like, yo, keep doing what you're doing. I love what you guys are doing at the podcast. Super, super dope. Yeah. And like, I appreciate that he did that. And we appreciate each and every other person whether you're an influencer or yeah. not or whatever you do we just appreciate twice as well because like, you also re gave us the young retweets as well to land you twice has always got our back though yeah, yeah uncultured radio yeah guys you, you guys gotta tune into that they're dropping a podcast tape that's gonna be super dope what yeah dropping a podcast mixtape that is so sick and dope gotta yeah. check that out yeah but i mean as usual shout out to jess uh, she's in Dubai right now. Yeah, shout out to Jess. Her fail was so dope, man. <laughs> My boy's been sad missing you. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. That's hey. why the podcast took so long. Hey, hey. this guy called me. I'm going to call him out. The podcast <laughs> took a while. He's like, nah, I'm not feeling well, dog. Like, Dude, why, like, why do I hear Tony Braxton playing the background? He's like, nah, 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 nah. nah, 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 nah. Wow. Nah, 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 nah. You're so much Anyway, shout out to uh, my brother Kahiso. Uh, shout out to Zoo as always. Shout out to the homie Adam. Shout out to my cousin Zintle. Thanks for retweeting and sharing the blog love. To everyone else who we haven't forgotten or who forgotten or who even mentioned. Shout out to Doozy as well. Shout out to Doozy. Doozy needs to come by and like just join us for a young session. Yeah, talk. definitely. Doozy, yeah. we're gonna drag you out. Yeah. From, or we'll even come to Midrender or Pretoria, wherever we gotta be. We're gonna come grab you. And also, a few other people that, that we wanna chat to as well. Shout out to Mfundo, who's also keen to to come through for a young chat. Yeah. Crazy, crazy Mfundo Mkise. <laughs> um, and yeah, as always, guys, please, please, please don't forget to subscribe. So we're on Apple, um, on Spotify as well, right? Spotify, we're everywhere. Everywhere yeah. you listen to your podcast will be there. Yeah. Um, also, don't forget to listen. Um, you can follow us at Ricolo Blog on Twitter at Ricolo Blog on Facebook. And as long as you follow us individually on whatever platform you follow us, I will always keep you up with the latest content. So, yeah. yeah. So he's uh, at Soul Brother on Twitter. Uh, what are you on Instagram? Soul Brother still? Same thing. Yeah, follow but the E is a three. Yeah, the E is a three. And I'm uh, Galileo86 on Instagram. Childish Galileo on Twitter. Um, and I'm Khalilitan Kwate on Facebook. He's Sukumani Kulube. Suks on uh, Facebook. Yo, that's us though. Thanks for the love, fam. Thanks for the love. We're going to see you guys again soon. One.